Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University Beers with the Brewers Well here we are Happy September 30th Believe it or not It's International Podcast Day Happy Podcast Day Listeners of Land Grant Brewing Company Presents Beers with the Brewers I'm Mark Richards And also this week Walt T. Keys. Yeah, it's International Podcast Day here on September 30th. It's literally the only thing going on here at Land Grant. I would completely disagree with that. Chris Helderman. Hello. And Michael Kane, or also known as Dan Schaefer, Michael Kane. Ahoy and ahoy. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it loud enough. <laughs> we have a case of split personality uh, over here on one of the microphones. You Michael got caught in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week, I mean, you know, for a sunny day, we're drinking some dark beers. We have four Columbus. Drink for the weather you want, Mark. Oh, what yeah. the you got? Do you want winter, Walt? I'm ready for it. I'm ready for, yeah, autumn. Well, I think these are more like, these aren't quite like. These are not winter beers. These are dead pretty, winter beers. These, these are more like fall. We may find these to be crushers. So Fort Columbus, Black Lager, a sideshow act for the fans of the crew, the supporters of the Crew SC, now just known as the crew, Columbus a, Crew. sideshow act? Yeah. I mean, we've got Massive. And, yeah. And, uh, it's pretty big. Occasionally, yeah, exactly, you <laughs> yeah. get treated with this delicious black lager, toasty, smooth, and crisp. And my uh, go-to, I've already tested the crushability all week on this one, up to, and including last Saturday at a banger of an anniversary party, a taproom-only English dark mild, toasty toffee, caramel, and cookie. I love it when it's about the malt. I know Chris to be a malt guy for sure. Yes, that is, uh, and we do about three beers a year that are, that are about the malt. Yeah, well, and this they're typically one, my favorite three beers of the year. I know. Also, Dan has a lot of affinity for beers of the UK, and this was on the pilot system, right, Dan? A little small batch for the tap room. Yeah, so uh, we're mixing it up with our uh, LGU series. Try to do it by yeast strain, uh, just because it's easiest to manage the system that way. So we got some uh, bootleg biologies, classic English strain. I don't really know what the equivalent is or what the, the source brewery is, but um, there's some dark fruit esters in there. I would guess it's like, a, I don't know, a White Labs 03, maybe a Nottingham strain, whatever. But yeah, this came in at 4.2% ABV, 17 IBUs. Uh, it is a uh, dark mild in the sense that it is not dark, certainly not black. It's got a, like a deep amber color, bit of a, a shade darker than your standard British bitter or pale ale. Fuggles all the way through. It's got a nice little, uh, it's totally fuggled. Um, it's my favorite hop. But a uh, nice kind of a, a dry like tea finish on the back end but uh the the star is the malts you use some um breeze ashburn malt which we were trialing as um 
kind of a Maris Otter replacement, which I think is pretty, is pretty close. Um, Baird's Medium Crystal, one of our absolute favorite malts, uh, big toffee notes. Baird's Dark Crystal, which um, along that sort of same vein, but you start getting up to the kind of burnt sugar, dark fruit, and some pale chocolate, another one of our favorites, it just is like very, very much chocolate chip cookie. Mm-hmm. It's good. And this is, uh, well, I already tested crushability quite a bit this week. I had three pints, which crushing responsibly, I did still need to go home. So that's a, those are full pints too, rather than the old, uh, six packer. Mm-hmm. And this is 4.2. Yep. So I guess we got to know. I'm full on six as long as Chris is driving me home. So you're more wild than mild on this beer. Whoa. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, it's pretty good. It's, I wasn't, you know, I, I feel like a broken record talking about, but I don't usually tend towards the, the maltier side of things, but this is pretty smooth and pretty uh, drinkable. Super and, drinkable. Uh, I'm going to give it a personal preference five. Ugh. Okay. Chris. So I would say if I'm just drinking this beer, again, responsibly, people driving me home, all that stuff, with a meal, this would be a four, four crusher. Okay. Now, okay. as a meal replacement, six. <laughs> That's what I'm talking <laughs> this, about. It's, this is, there's not very many beers that I feel like can be meal replacements, but this one, I feel like you'd be, you'd be like, okay, yeah, this is fine. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, and I'll be honest, the the dark crystal on this is is really popping um, in a good way. Uh, I'm gonna say some things like I typically do on this show, where everyone's like, "That doesn't sound good, Chris," but it actually, I don't know. I, I really pick up some of the burnt, and I get some like here, and here it goes a little bit of ashtray, but but <laughs> it's very pleasant and it's good. It's uh, it just it it breaks it up a bit. You're not just. Uh, you know, just worry about all the sweetness and the toffee, but you get that little little kick of, of, of ash. We'll just say we'll just say like I don't know, firewood ish. Not smoky, but the actual wood. I don't know. It's fantastic. Really helps out with the earthiness of the and the uh, the uh, dirtiness of the fuggles. Mm-hmm. If anyone's ever had actual just like or smelled fuggles or had a beer that was very light <laughs> with fuggles in it, it is um, earthy. So and, dirty and, and, and dirty. <laughs> it's it's really good. Again, every time I, I talk about a beer that I really like, it just sounds really gross. But uh, I think this beer is fantastic. What about you, Dan? Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the six. Get some um, some day after ashtray, some urinal cake. Um, oh boy, get out! Yeah, just. Uh, <laughs> Got to get that nice head of urinal cake. I, I will also mention um, we did our best uh, in so much as, as a, a brewery that does not have its own beer engine or cast service uh, to keep the carbonation low on this. Um, maybe one eight, something like that. But I was afraid if I did any lower than that, people would just feel like it's flat. Um, yeah, so they wouldn't understand. Well, and there's one other thing, and everyone really knows this is a pet peeve of mine about beer, um, especially UK beer. But those of you who really like UK beer, you're going to have to bring your own butter um, to, to slather in there if you want that nice butter diastole taste that you get from UK beer. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I detect is, none. It is not there, nor should it be, in my personal humble opinion. Uh, so, so well done, well done. So I hadn't heard of this yeast source before. Yeah, bootleg. They mm-hmm. are. Um, we've used them before with um, the uh, Oslo Kvike. Okay. Uh, this ultra clean Kvike that we did with uh, the collaboration with Little Fish, Nordic, okay. Nordic Pills. But um, they, they, we don't use them a ton. They do some cool stuff, but um, a lot of it is uh, mixed firm. There, are they the ones that do the bring the funk, wear the funk series? Yeah, they they, they do the whole funk line. Okay, cool. Um, they do a lot of yeast wrangling, um, building up their own sources uh, locally. Um, yeah, they're they're cool dudes. Yeah, that's cool. Now, is that also available if there were any homebrewers out there? Is it available on a homebrew scale, do you know? Uh, well, certainly their, their funk series is. You see that all over the all over the uh, Milk the Funk page, which uh, I haven't been on very often uh, lately. Um, I don't know about their more classic stuff. We'll say sure. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Right on. Well, shout out because... This beer turned out great. Does, um, I take it by your chuckle, Walt, that you're not a, a funk milker? I have never milked funk that I'm aware of, but I'd uh, like to try. Don't milk the funk on a funky dunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. You heard it here. Well, what's that old radio announcer that you say, mm. and now page two, and now for Columbus, Black Lager. Yeah, so this is uh, another um, holdover from uh, the dark days of uh, Justin when he was here. Um, 5.4%, 22 IBUs, Tatnang, Magnum, and some Chinook. Swain Pills, um, Munich, I think that was best Munich. Uh, some Dark Munich, also best. Uh, Carafa 2, which is a dehust um, chocolate malt from Wireman. Um, Midnight Wheat which is a roasted wheat malt that because uh, the theory being that it does not have a husk, uh, therefore it will not provide that kind of dark, ashy, tin thingy. So yeah, you can see uh, the point there being to build in some nice um, bready notes and get the, the color where you want it to be, but it's supposed to be a very smooth, more coffee, dark chocolate, um, none of that super roast that you get from uh, a roast barley. This tastes really good. Yeah, it does. I really like the lead-in of the English mild to having this second. Like, it almost just sets the appetite for even more. Yeah, dark it's a good back-to-back beer pairing. Mm-hmm. Man, look at that head on this too. Like, sting power. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I've got. It's funny how um how much I never noticed before, but when you're when you're coming off the back of a mild, uh, the hops on this really pop. It's got more of a smoky type of flavor to it um, than than I remembered when I had it before. Yeah, a little bit. Get some smokiness there. You know, like an ashtray. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and there is like a, I don't know, that burnt character also is yeah. nice. It's not like to, like the level of a stout, but it's fun, all the malt character in these darker beers and as we move into autumn it's a time to drink them i would say with this one it's a lot smoother than the mild very much so and yeah. so for the people who are like oh man like like my father would be one of those people 
you know, he he finds a Guinness. Oh, that's just like drinking motor oil, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Um, Guinness, one of the smoothest beers ever. Yeah, smooth and light, and yeah. like borderline refreshing. Like uh, not even borderline refreshing. Yeah. Well, it's got a bad rap. It does, of, you know. Well, and so this is another one. If you were to like, if I were to have someone try these two beers back to back, I I feel like a lot of people would go for the for Columbus because it is smoother it's not quite as aggressive mm-hmm. and and uh, also in comparison to the mild it is feels a little bit less heavy in perception as well like it's a little lighter in body mm-hmm. and and uh doesn't seem as weighed down by the caramel yeah these two beers had actually a fairly similar starting gravity it's just with the uh, english strains not being as uh, attenuative um, there's quite a bit of residual body in that beer whereas yeah, the four Columbus uh, dried out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Definitely refreshing while you're watching a football game. Both kinds of football. Well, this is the Danish lager strain again, right? Just like on pool party. Yeah, it's um, we're. I mean, it's it's a very versatile strain. We're pretty happy with it, and it's um, it'd be fun to play around with some other strains at some point. But we're, I feel like, particularly this year. Um, we're really dialing it in, and uh, I feel like a lot of our loggers, without changing the recipes too much, have uh, improved quite a lot just from getting our yeast strain where we want it to be and pitching the right amount. Thanks, Perfect Pitch. Thanks, Haber. You guys have been helping us out. Well, having a second heat X to actually get down to pitching temperature, uh, or at least close to it, is also uh, a nice bonus. Thanks, Heat Exchanger Company. Oh, I don't remember who that is from. <laughs> Shout outs all around. So, well, say you were down at the game, Walt, and, uh, well, it'd be a pretty costly venture. How crushable is this? How crushable is it? Four. Four it is for Walt. Four. I think that's fair. I'll say four. Well. <laughs> Come on, ring that bell one more time. All right. I. Uh, I want to go six on this as well. God, I love this beer. All right, I'll go with a four just so we can ring the damn unanimous bell yeah. four crusher this week. And what did, what did it average out to for the uh, taproom only English mild? Uh, five. I said five. Five. This doesn't quite make sense, but it's a little slightly lower in ABV. I think I could definitely drink it. I think I think this has more flavor. This has, I feel yeah. like, a lot more going on. Yeah, it does. That's true. That's true. Even though it perceivedly is a little lighter as well, and, and actually not just perceivedly, it is, but yeah. All right. I mean, you twist my arm and give me six of these, I'm probably not going to turn them down, but. Now, that's the Chris I know. Well, cool. Hey, we've got a couple pretty crushable dark beers here. Walty Keys, what do we got going on at the tap room? We just came off a big anniversary party. And thanks yeah. to anybody listening that came down that we got to spend some time with. It was great to see you. Yeah, shout out to everyone um, that came down and, and celebrated with us. Uh, our amazing bar staff, of course. Um, volunteers. Uh, can't put on those kind of big events without those folks. So big thank you to everyone involved. Um, it was a great day. Uh, Buckeyes won. Crew won. Apparently, the U.S. won the uh, Ryder Cup. 
So it's exciting. Purdue won. Purdue won. Oh. I mean, that, can't take that one for granted. Um, nope. So that's great. Arsenal beat the piss out of Spurs. Arsenal beat, beat the piss out beat of Spurs. The piss out of them. So there, yeah, I mean, it was. Great some would say embarrassed. Not me, but some would say <laughs> embarrassed. <laughs> uh, all of our bands were awesome. Um, real shout out to Mojo Flow for closing things out. They were a ton of fun. Beers were all on point and uh, really tasty and and uh, different. Oh, and also the thank you to Buckeye Donuts and uh, everyone who came out for the. Early tasting, and like I mentioned to a few people, there's really no way to start a full, full day of drinking, like drinking four Imperial Stouts to just get things going. Absolutely, and two Buckeye Donuts. You got to make that that baklava donut all the time. That donut was so darn good, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that was It was fantastic. essentially just baklava in a... Baklava was the meat in a donut, a powdered donut sandwich. How can you mess that yeah, up? Yeah, I don't feel like you can mess that up any way, shape, or form. Okay, so we don't have to talk about the event, uh, anniversary party ever again, which is exciting until next year. Oh, so uh, actually, we put it on the schedule, so October 1st. So if you want to just really put it on your uh, calendar now, October 1st, Ohio State's playing Penn State that day, and that'll be the party. So there you go. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. Yeah, you guys can start, start making beers. I'll start... Uh, drawn pictures for I'll put it. it on my calendar yeah anyway this thursday today i guess is the last of our official beer garden music series of the season largemouth brass band uh here six to eight we'll probably still have uh music in some capacity for some uh, some special events or some some uh djs on friday nights uh starting up here soon but uh in terms of the official uh beer garden music series our th- thursday and sunday night series this will be the last one but uh yeah like i said there'll be more um as long as the weather stays nice we'll keep keep doing things out there saturday buckeyes playing at a very appropriate 3 30 p.m uh time for the Rutgers game uh sunday we're having a bonus movie night uh and our movie series is october 3rd which i'm told uh, plays a significant role in the movie mean girls which i've seen but i just don't recall that uh bit of trivia i guess but october 3rd is mean girls day apparently so we'll be showing that in the beer garden so come check that out and then um that was just a there was no tease on that yeah i've just i've given up on that the tease yeah we're just straight. gonna go for it um is especially because the next movie i've never seen and so i have no way of uh what is it i have no way of teasing it but monday is the movie house party starring kid and play how could you have never seen house Party? i was a little too young to see it when i was out uh, and then fair. i was too old to, to like go back that far i'm, yeah. I'm right um, there with you i've never yeah but so yeah maybe, maybe you'll come down and watch it on monday see it finally finally see house play or house party it is pretty solid really movie. complete my education there um but yeah uh, monday movies are going on i think at least through our, uh halloween where we'll do some uh, some spooky stuff um, around that. Uh, as always, trivia on Tuesdays with Travis. Wednesdays, two fat Indians here. Uh, Spend moment here on Mondays. Here we go Tuesday, food truck. Main, Main course. Back. And then uh, we don't really have anything on the schedule at the moment in terms of special events. Um, but I'm sure we will before too long. Holidays are coming. Holiday uh, market will be back. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lord willing, we will have finally unveil our ice rink out there. Oh yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> so uh, lots come uh, as we get into the fall and the holiday season. 
And then, yeah, the anniversary party is just right around the corner on October 1st. Um, of next year. Of next year. Of 2022, I think, is the next one. Mm-hmm. That would be correct. Well, what are you guys going to talk about next week? I'm thinking Comic Cloud, Fresh, both coming up. We'll probably Anything. just talk about you the whole time. Just talk about me. Well, I will not be joining next week's podcast. Next week's podcast. Yeah, that's uh, Adam jumping in. We the, the the breaking news on the beers of the brewers podcast. Breaking news. Breaking news. You heard it here first. Yeah, this is a uh, Mr. Richards' uh, last hurrah here on the podcast. He's been with us for. Pretty much since the beginning, first uh, first first non-brewer hire or salesperson started here. It was uh, what January of 2015. Is That's that, right. Is that accurate? Joined us uh, originally as a second career after 26 years in optical lens manufacturing. Had a short stint of retirement, and then met Joe, our sales guy, at an event. We needed somebody to deliver some beers. Mark liked. Uh, Liked beer and uh, came in, delivered it, uh, delivered, del- was our first delivery driver, and then pretty much uh, has held many, many roles here at, at Land Grant and uh, set up our whole self-distribution. Uh, you, 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 you've probably seen him on Euchre Night, many parties, definitely a, a big part of the brewery, uh, but he's, he's not going to be a stranger, he tells us, and but definitely going to be missed, and we really... Uh, appreciate everything that Mark has done here, and uh, that means that I'm going to have to start editing the podcast again. Uh, but uh, we really, uh, really, really do appreciate again everything Mark's done, and uh, you know he's going to be going to be missed around here every day. But I'm sure uh, if you're down here for euchre, or you're down here on a on a random Saturday, you could probably catch him, uh, and he'll give you the old uh, top of the morning to you. So no, oh, absolutely, and thanks for saying that, Adam. Uh, it is a little bittersweet that I am moving on to uh, spend a little bit more time on other pursuits, family and friends that having a full-time job doesn't always permit. And I'm definitely leaving on open-ended terms because uh, Land Grant's always going to be a part of me and, and hopefully I'll always be a part of Land Grant. I've come out of retirement before, as you said, so oh, sure. you never know if I could turn up on the flip side, but taking some time away to focus on some things away from land grant right now well and if you're listening to this of the morning it comes out if you're one of those uh that you're you're just itching for the beers of the brewers podcast to uh hit your feed come on down to the brewery this afternoon from four to six we're having a little happy hour and you can share one last official beer with employee mark richards cheers him off into the into the sunset i think he is i I think he got a horse that he's riding downtown street (laughs) that's right Uh, i am towards downtown (laughs) would be riding it off yeah we got that horse on the way (laughs) it it is a skeleton horse it's not gonna get too far (laughs) Uh, well it's magical that's the thing so it's fine so, so, to, so to close out, beers at the Brewers. I don't have a, I don't have a four Columbus, and you guys crushed that because it must have been pretty crushable. Yeah, you got some hazy there. I, uh, I got some jazz crabs. Oh yeah, uh, so, banger. It's a good know, call. Cheers, cheers to you, Mark. Cheers has been an absolute pleasure, but you know, I'm not dying. I'll still be around. I'll still be a little bit of a part of Land Grant. Certainly, will not miss out on any beers down here. So, hey, everybody that's listened to my voice and tolerated hearing it for the the last few years of this podcast, uh, thank you so much for listening, and 
Hope to see you down here at the brewery. Have a beer. Michael, you going to take us out today? No. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> You're the one editing this last episode. You probably got a good song, some Judas Priest or something that's going to oh, play you out in the night. Probably breaking the law. That's probably what you're going off. You're not lying. I'll law Mark Richards. I'll be heading out to the highway for sure. So rock on. Rock out. Cheers.